Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Communion and Thanksgiving. Communion is the most sacred activity in the Christian community. It is a simple celebration of bread and wine that people who are born again do as often as they do. Thanksgiving is the annual event held on the last Thursday of every November where Americans, they gather around as a family and they and they have a Thanksgiving meal and they pause to give God thanks for anything that they can acknowledge. What is communion? There are four main scriptures that gives us a clear representation of communion, but allow me to share Paul's writings on this great event. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it and in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. 1 Corinthians 11, 23-26 Practically all of my life until I got married, the one church I knew was a little church named Faith Gospel Chapel. That was a beautiful fellowship of young and old. Our main service on a Sunday morning started at 11 o'clock and would go on for probably 90 minutes or two hours, depending on who preached that Sunday. As a boy, I was curious about the service. For approximately one hour, there would be a coordinated series of songs, prayers, scripture reading with a brief exhortation, spontaneously executed. And then, as close to 12 o'clock as possible, one of the elders would step up to the communion table and pray first over the bread, giving thanks for what Jesus endured in his body for our salvation. This is going to sound strange to you, but he would then break a loaf of bread in two and hand it to two men who would pass it around the half um, to the congregation. It was a half of the congregation. Why? I later learned that only persons who were born again and living according to biblical principles would take communion. And so the the non-Christian would do a pass on it. The plate would be passed from one person to the next and each person would break a piece and reverently eat the bread. Then the elder would then pray giving thanks for the blood of Jesus that washed away our sins. He would then pour wine into two glasses and, you guessed it right, passed it around to the congregation. The cup would be passed from one person to the next and nobody wiped the glass off. And as each person drank from from the cup, they would reverently bow their heads and silently pray a prayer of thanksgiving. Oh, and in case you are wondering about hygiene and transferring of germs, in the words of one elderly sister in the church who once said, I have been taking communion in this church for over 30 years, and I have never as much as seen somebody catch the common cold from drinking from the same cup. Hmm. Think about that. And it was true. I don't see that anymore in churches. We now have individual communion units with a little wafer and some wine. 
in the name of hygiene, I suppose. I share this account with you because I thought this was the way communion was done in every church, a weekly activity. Later, I read and understood what Paul said in verse 26, for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The King James Version says, for as often as you do this. The older I got and started to see in other places, communion was done weekly or monthly or every quarter. At first, I thought my church was the right way and any other version was wrong. The truth is the Bible does not mandate a schedule. What is clear in the text and in the accounts found in Matthew 26, Mark 14, and Luke 22, Jesus did not tell the disciples when to do communion. What he told them was the meaning of communion. Take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. And after he prayed, he gave them the cup of wine and said something similar. This is my blood which is shed for you. Luke added, do this in remembrance of me. Very important. Each of the gospel accounts made a distinction regarding the wine. Jesus said something like this. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And you will notice that Paul said the same thing. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. So much for the details. Why do we do communion? It is an act that brings to remembrance the death of Jesus, that he died to bring salvation to everyone who believes. That death was sacrificial. It required his body to be broken, lacerated, beat up, ripped up, brutally wounded. That is the bread. The wine represents his blood, all of his blood, which was drained from his body. That blood is a covenant between God and mankind. The blood washes away our sins. Jesus said, whenever you do this simple feast, you are celebrating my death. Whenever you do this, you are expressing thanks for what I did for you. I died to set you free. This is new. This is more than the Passover. This is a new covenant that was sealed at Calvary. And whenever you do this, you are going back to Calvary as it were. You are revisiting the scene of that sacrificial death. It is not a time of feeling sad and sorrowful. Rather, it is a time of thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me. So guess what? You can do communion anytime, as often as possible, wherever you can, because you cannot say, thank you, Lord, enough. When you do communion, you're underscoring the divine truth that Jesus died, not because he had committed a crime, but he died to set me free. When you think of your salvation, where Jesus brought you from a wretched life of sin to where you are today, a child of God, I know that you will agree with me. Let's do communion as often as we can. This Thanksgiving, if it is possible, do communion. Pause to give God thanks for saving your soul on this great day among Americans when we pause to say thanks. Thank God for saving you from sin and giving you eternal life and all that was accomplished because Jesus died by suffering in his body and giving up his blood.
Communion is the Christian's thanksgiving. We do it anytime because that's how much we are grateful for the gift of God, which is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Happy communion. Happy thanksgiving.